You're listening to the Ikra Book Festival 2021, bringing you fresh and innovative content in literature and authorship. Brought to you by the Art and Radio Ramadan 365. Being an online book festival, we weren't immune to technical issues. Due to a Wi-Fi shutdown in his locality, one of our authors, Musharraf Ali Farooqi, was unable to join the book festival. Nevertheless, we persevered, and what follows is a conversation between two fans of classical literature exploring his book, The Adventures of Amir Hamza. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and welcome back to the Iqra Book Festival. Alhamdulillah, so lucky to be back. Uh, what an amazing event it was last year. You know, we were locked up, uh, locked out, locked away from each other. Um, but Alhamdulillah, mashallah, as uh, Sajid said, right at the start of the programme, so much hard work went into getting this amazing event together so that inshallah we can be together as well and talk about books, which are amazing. And I, I kind of felt guilty last year uh, not having books, but I do, I do have books. <laughs> um, so Alhamdulillah, can't wait. So, mashallah, um, I'm going to pass on uh, to um, our next uh, interviewer, uh, and it's an amazing session we've got. We've got a couple of really interesting books, you know, quite, uh, really quite diverse um, as the, you know, the really interesting program has been. We're going to have a book about um, ancient uh, myths that have been re-translated um, so that, inshallah, they can be brought to us and we can sort of uh, peer deeper into, you know, our heritage of uh, our Muslim, uh, you know, forefathers and so on. And inshallah, we're going to see uh, an amazing sort of um, through the kind of nonsense uh, take on extremism and so on. So alhamdulillah, I'll have to say thank you so much. And I'll pass on to uh, brother, uh, Adil, uh, brother Adil, who will be uh, taking our next session, inshallah. Asalaamu Alaikum, how are you? Asalaam, how are you doing, brother? Alhamdulillah, mashallah, alhamdulillah. So thank you so much for uh, for joining in the book festival as well. And, and mashallah, I mean, I, I thought I was doing quite well with, with my books in the background, but alhamdulillah, you know, you've got yeah. a beautiful collection. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> mashallah. Please, please. Um, I uh, I would like to uh, thank the organizers of Ikra for inviting me. Mr. Musharraf Ali Farooqi is a very accomplished uh, writer, translator, and storyteller of our times period. He's a fellow of the Harvard Institute for South Asian Studies. He's received many honors, many prizes, including um, uh, the Man Asian Literary Award for his book, uh, Clay and the Dust. He also was a finalist for DSC Prize for Literature uh, for Story of the Widow. Um, he received Benheim Translation Fund grant for Hoshroba. Um, he has written many books, um, among which Merman and the Book of Power, uh, Between Clay and Dust, um, Story of a Widow. He's translated Dastan, which is the center of our discussion. Um, he's also translated the Lissim Hoshraba, which is another one of my favorites. Um, these are the books that I read growing up as a child. Um, he's written many children books. Um, he has the credit of, uh, you know, being responsible for launching the online Urdu Thesaurus in 2016. Um, he's a founder for the publishing house Kitab. Um, he's also done something amazing for our children in Pakistan um, and developed an interactive storytelling program called Story Kit. Perhaps um, you, could, you could tell us a little bit about this latest book and the latest translation for those of us who are not familiar. I know myself, I hadn't heard of it. 
Um, you know, uh, however, when I, when I did find out about it, I absolutely love traditional Scottish stories and traditional stories from around the world. Um, yeah, I was deeply fascinated. So what, what kind of, um, you know, what, what could you tell us about the, the latest translation? So Dastan Amir Hamza, if you go back and look at the history, this book has been around for many hundred years. Uh, I think the origin lies in, in Persia, where the story was originally written, and then it has been translated into many languages, including Urdu, Arabic, uh, Malaysian, Malay, uh, Persian, um, and, and, and now in English uh, by, by Mr. Farooqi. Um, it is, it, this book has something for everyone. It has religion, it has faith, it has courage, it has magic. I mean, once you start reading this book, you'll forget about Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. I mean, there's, there's just no comparison on, on the way this is written. And, and what amazed me when I read the translation was that, you know, that, uh, you know, when I read the translation, it was like, you know, this person not only has command of English and Urdu, but he must understand the Persian culture and the Middle Eastern culture very well to be able to do this translation in a way he did. Um, so this is, you know, Urdu of the 18th century translated into archaic English. Um, so uh, I, I strongly recommend anybody who has interest in fantasy world and magic and, you know, stories of courage to, you know, pick up, pick up the, the adventures of Amir Hamza and, and, and read it. Um, um, it's available on Amazon. Um, really, really well-written book by Mr. Farooqi. Mashallah. Now, um, for those who maybe have read more modern uh, mythical works, um, you know, let's say like Harry Potter and so on, um, we've got uh, one of our guests here asking, you know, how would this compare to that, um, to read, you're saying that English is um, quite rich and so on, is it, um, you know, would it be quite accessible read or would you say it'd be something that maybe would be quite a bit of hard work, though no doubt rewarding? So in order to, uh, I, I think the book is easy to read, but you have to understand that the, the, in order for him, Mr. Farooqi, to do justice to the translation, he had to go back to the archaic English, which, which the origins of this book lie in. And, 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 and for some people who may not be familiar with the English language, it might be a little difficult for them to understand. But if you have read English books, you know, Harry Potter and, and you know, other, other uh, especially Lord of the Rings is also an older book. I don't think you'll have any problem understanding and reading um, the book. Uh, it's very well written. Um, I, uh, I, I read it as a child in Urdu, uh, which was, you know, very simple Urdu. And then uh, I, I read it, I read other translations in, in Urdu, but this was the first time I read it in English and I had no problem following the book. So um, it's, it's, it's an amazing story and, and it takes you through time, through you know, the period of you know, kings and queens and majesty and glory and jinn and deo. And you know, it's just like all, all the fantasy that you can imagine that existed in, in those times is revealed in this book in a fascinating manner. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I'm really getting excited about it. I actually um, bought it um, just today. Um, now, I wonder, uh, you know, you're saying you read it as a child. There must be some uh, parts of it that are quite vivid in your memory. Are there any little um, episodes within the tale that, that always stick out for you? The, 
you know, the Urdu books uh, were uh, written by Makbul Jahangir, who's, who's, who's a very famous storyteller of our times for children. And in fact, right behind me are all the, the ones that I read as, as a child and then collected them later because I left my collection back in Karachi and I, and I acquired all these books. So there were 10 volumes that they were written it and, and they start with the, the origin of the character, which is Amir Hamza. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who's born in Arabia in Makkah, and and then he and three of his friends are given gifts uh, that give them superpowers, kind of superpowers. So Amir Hamza's strength, superpower is his strength, and and being able to fight uh, uh, all sorts of creatures, whether they are of creatures of this land or creatures of another world. And two of his other friends are given other powers, and the three of them go out to literally, you know, conquer the world and spread uh, uh, the true faith that they believed in at that time. Um, and, uh, and 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 that's how the story goes. So, like, if you pick up like any of these volumes, um, you you will be fascinated by by each one of them. And you know, even at this age, even though these were written for children, I read them as an adult and I still, once I start reading them, I just keep on reading them. So each book uh, is, is phenomenal in its own strength. And then when you go to the original Dastan, which was written in the, well, not the original Dastan, but the one translated in Urdu, which led to Mr. Faruqi to do this translation, you realize that that what, what an amazing task this must have been. And, you know, I, I, I looked at his profile and bio. I think this is probably, in my opinion, this is his masterpiece. And I, and I hope he will do more translations of maybe Tlissim Hoshuba. There, there is still a few other books that he can, if he has time, will hopefully translate so that, you know, all of us can benefit from this. Inshallah, alhamdulillah. You know, I really, I really love it. And it's actually, it was only as an adult myself that I really got into the traditional tales. And one thing that's so beautiful, I think, as a Muslim as well, and we're so diverse, we're all around the world, we're all brothers and sisters, aunties, is mashallah, our traditional tales have so many um, similarities within them, you know, uh, uh, similar things. And what I'd like to ask for you is, mashallah, you know, you, you're coming to these as an adult. And you're a deep thinking man, you know, as, as we all know, you know, what would you say are, are some of these, um, you know, deeper uh, kind of ideas that are in there? Um, is it, would you say that it's, it's largely a, an exciting adventure or would you say there are sort of deeper ideas and themes within the tales? I think the, when this book was written, um, the main uh, idea was the belief and the faith that Amir Hamza carried with him. You know, uh, the, the, the character Amir Hamza is, is uh, uh, modeled after Prophet's uncle, uh, Hamza, who was a very courageous man and supported Prophet wasallam throughout his life until he was martyred in the, in the Battle of uh, Ahad. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, Battle of Badr, sorry. Uh, let me correct it. Battle of Badr. So, so... Uh, few hundred years later, you know, some, somebody in Persia decided to make him the hero uh, that he's always been, but, but portray him into maybe even a larger than life character where he's not only fighting evil men, he's fighting evil creatures that, that surround us in the form of jinn and magicians and uh, uh, evil kings and queens and all sorts of uh, 
other uh, atrocities that are being committed against mankind. So, so Hamza or Amir Hamza goes out and conquer in the name of God uh, without, and, and he's just, he's just, he's not just like destroying things. He's, he's also uh, bringing peace and, uh, and content to the people of the areas that he goes, which are usually being abused by by either creatures of another world, another dimension, or, or the kings and queens of that area. So this is a story of courage. This is a story of faith, um, which, which, you know, I, I think at any age you can pick it up and, and just be astonished by the strength of the character of Amir Hamza. Absolutely, mashallah. I mean, it's, it's so beautiful as well. I find that one thing that, that, that I see in a lot of modern uh, fairy tale literature is the secularization where we've got these rich stories of faith, of monotheism, of, of love of God. I, I don't know if it's happening in the Urdu, uh, you know, kind of translations. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. But, um, you know, mashallah, for, for us as Muslims to have these excellent uh, tales, um, you know, where our religion is, alhamdulillah, our strength, you know, and uh, as it is in our lives, mashallah, really beautiful. Um, um, would you say that other, a lot of um, other uh, classic storytellers around, or would you say that um, this would be the kind of like the, the best um, of the, the classics? I, I have read a lot of, uh, I do like to read fantasy uh, books and, and I've read quite a few of those, both in English and, and in Urdu. Uh, there is another one that uh, fascinated me and, and I think Mr. Musharraf Ali Farooqui translated and I have the, the, those, those here too. It's the Talisim Hoshruba. Now Talisim Hoshruba is a little bit different from, from Amir Hamza. Um, it's more about magic and fantasy um, there is, uh, and, and the main character in that Talisim is Umro Ayyar, who actually in the original Amir Hamza book is one of the companions of Hamza, um, but, but, but goes out on, on an adventure of his own. And, and um, it's, it's, it's a really, really good story. Um, and anybody who, I would suggest that please read uh, the adventures of Amir Hamza first and then go to, because it's kind of a continuation of, of the adventures of one of his companions in, in, in the magical world of, uh, of jinn and deos and, you know, fairies. And um, uh, so, so it's, it's a very interesting read as well. So Talisim Hoshuba is another one of them that, uh, that, should, be, that should be read. And, and if you, I, I don't know if the original texts exist anymore or not, because those, those were thousands of pages of books and manuscripts that were written in the original Persian language. And I, don't think that they exist anymore, or maybe in a library somewhere. I've I've not I've searched and tried to locate if there is one, um, but I have not been able to find other than the the last translation, which was uh, 1855, done by by two uh, two authors in in India. Well, um, what would you say you know that drove the original author to to write down these stories um, uh, at the time? Uh, the and I and I would have liked to ask this question to to Mr. Farooqi is like of all the the books that are written in Urdu, what what takes you to uh, to go towards the Astan and translate? But I can speak for myself that if if I if I were if I was able to to write like you know Mr. Mr. Farooqi, 
I, I would have gone straight to this book to translate it to English because I think there is, there is a lack of this type of work in, in English, especially like, because Urdu speaking people have read these books, but there is this for, for our English speaking audience, uh, young adults and children, they, they, they don't realize that such literature exists yeah. in our language or in our culture, uh, in our religion. Um, and I think um, I, I would have gone straight to this book to translate it just because of the content that I would have liked my English speaking uh, friends and families to know and understand that this literature does exist in our culture too. MashaAllah. And um, uh, Lachnavi, what, what, what would his life have been like as a storyteller? Are you talking about the translation done by uh, Mr. Farooqi? No, no, the, the original um, storyteller, the original pre-translation. What, what would uh, the storyteller's life have been like? So, so the original, I don't know who wrote the original uh, mm -hmm. book, the original translation, because yeah. I think it was written in Persian. Mm -hmm. So the, our, our knowledge goes to these two people who, uh, who didn't write anything else. Like if you look at their history, Mr. Bilgrami, uh, and and I think we, there was uh, there were two people, Mr. Bilgrami and uh, Ghalib Lakhnavi. I was I, I was trying to read their names from the books. The the original uh, two people who uh, wrote the book in in, uh, in Urdu in 1855, um, they, they didn't write anything else. This was their only work uh, of the time, uh, and and I'm I'm. I, I tried to look them up and see if there is any more information. There's not much information. They were from. Uh -huh. Northern India, both of them. And mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, Mr. Uh, Bilgrami wrote the original one and then the other author kind of took the book a little further and added more stuff to it. And I don't know what, where they were accessing the, or I mean, at that time, I'm sure the, the originals must have been around for them to be able to translate it into to Urdu from Persian. Uh, but these two gentlemen um, uh, were amazing, must have been amazing people to do, to create this book that, now exists, you know, for us to read now both in English and Urdu. And, and again, it, uh, as I was looking up, it has been translated into Arabic and Malaysian and Malay and, you know, several other Muslim countries, children are reading this book. So it's, it's an amazing work. It's great to hear, and um, inshallah, I'm sure it will enrich, you know, uh, Scottish children's lives, Muslim, non-Muslim, you know, uh, alike too, inshallah, and um, it's it's a great gift. Well, I think it's quite clear, you know, very unfortunately, that uh, brother uh, um, his brother uh, Musharraf Ali Farooqi uh, won't be able to make it uh, with us as far as we can see. So I think what will happen um, is uh, we'll we'll wind this up quite quick. Uh, and unfortunately, because it's been fascinating, thanks so much uh, for your insights. Um, and we'll move uh, move on. Uh, is there anything lastly that you would like to say um, for those of our uh, audience about the book, about the translation, about the work of the translator? Uh, uh as far as I mean, I'm I'm sorry that Mr. Farooqi is not able to to come um, to the discussion today, um, and and I hope maybe next time we will be able to ask uh, him some other questions because I had a lot of questions regarding the book myself and and how he came about in translating it. I, 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 I to sum up, you know, this is a fascinating book, and I said 
anybody who has interest in, in reading about fantasy, courage, um, magic, uh, and, and anybody who has interest and has read Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or Mortal Instruments, you know, some of the ones that uh, exist in the current English literature will find this to be a very fascinating book. And once you start, even though it's like almost a thousand pages of reading, but once you start reading it, it'll be very difficult for you to put it down. It is, it is, it is such a, a ginormous work uh, of uh, adventure and fiction and magic. So uh, I encourage everybody to read it when they, if they have time. Um, and I hope that next time we will be able to meet Musharraf Farooqi. Inshallah. We've um, had some questions I've uh, been um, uh, trying to pass on as well, but we've, of course, have got our um, audience here too. So we've been asked, you know, a lot of people have been asking where to find this. Uh, Here we go. Could you tell us something about the author's original text? Yeah, what times they live in and so on. Yeah, we kind of went over. Were there prominent female characters in any of the classic books? Uh, A really interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes, there are. Um, and um, uh, so Amir Hamza, uh, as he goes out on these quests, uh, 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 has encounter with the king of Persia, which who's Noshirwa, and Noshirwa's daughter. He marries Noshirwa's daughter, which is the king of Persia, and um, um, I think her name was Mehrunissa. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm, it's been some, some time that I read the book Mehrunissa. and Mehrunissa is a, is a very powerful figure throughout Amir Hamza's life. Um, she is the one who gives him advice whenever he goes out on his adventures. He uh, and Amir Hamza, uh, being strong as he is and, and powerful as he is, he relies on his wife's uh, uh, advice on all his quests. Um, um, th- there are times when uh, Mehru Nisa, the queen, is captured by by a jinn, and you know it's like you know that 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 is I think in the fourth volume of uh, the Adventures of Amir Hamza where he actually is on a quest to free his, uh, his wife. Um, and it makes, a, that volume is really, really uh, fascinating. Um, so she's a very powerful uh, uh, character in the movie, I'm sorry, in the book. And then there are other characters, female characters that will, uh, you will encounter in, in, in the later volumes that throughout the, the reading will, will have a very strong uh, presence uh, in the life of the of Amir Hamza and influence uh, his uh, conquests. Mashallah, fantastic! That's excellent to to hear. Um, you know, I think sometimes uh, there, it's so easy to have very black and white ideas of the past of, of of how things were and so on but mashallah when we see you know humanity and all the richness through these tales uh you know uh we can get great insights into sort of eternal uh questions such as the gender dynamic and so on so mashallah excellent stuff um well um i've got another question here as well a couple of questions um you know a suggestion that had this been a classic you know in the european uh, tradition then they're most likely just like the all the kind of classics. There would have probably been some films and so on. Um, are there film adaptations of any kinds of uh, this tale or similar classic tales? Not that I'm aware of. I I, I tried to look if anybody's ever done um, uh, a movie. Um, I think it's a great idea for somebody to to adapt uh, Hamza's character. Uh, Amir Hamza's character, and 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 there could be like a TV series, or there could be a movie 
Hollywood style movie made by you know there there are some great movie makers in in, in Muslim countries that can I mean Turkey Turkey has done some great uh, movies on 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 character on Islamic characters and and you know <laughs> Egypt has done some really good ones all as well so I think it's a great idea if somebody were to adapt it I think it'd be a great thing for our kids to watch something. Uh, like a hero, uh, Amir Hamza is a hero in a move on a on a big screen. Absolutely, uh, and, and we could yeah, see how not been done. Yeah, um, thanks very much. And we can see how inspirational um, Ertegrel has been as well for so many people to see someone uh, who you know thinks of Allah and uh, you know um, lives a life of uh, you know uh, integrity as much as they can, mashallah, uh, as a Muslim. And uh, inshallah, it'd be great. In fact, kind of tying back, if you saw our last panel, uh, panelist about talking about science and the, the the old tradition of scientists that are Muslim, you know, often what you find, I know I uh, qualified in philosophy as well. You get a lot of traditional philosophy, a lot of traditional science that has been done by Muslim authors, uh, you know, uh, east of wherever. And it's just sort of plagiarized, <laughs> you know, as, as I said, it's taken. So I am really interested to jump in there and perhaps, you know, there may, there's clearly probably certainly not a high profile uh, film adaptation, but I'd wonder, I'd be shocked if there weren't kind of things from this amazing epic that weren't already part of our culture, perhaps secretly uh, uncited uh, as, as we're learning as well. Um, the, the last thing that was there was, um, is, there a, is there a science fiction uh, in Urdu literature uh, from Ihsan there? Science fiction in Urdu literature? That yeah, is that I... something you've come across quite a lot of? Uh, I don't recall a science fiction Urdu literature in Urdu literature. I, I'm sure there there is there it is something be. out there that uh, that, but I'm 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 not familiar with. Yeah. Not something come across. Well, mashallah, um, fantastic. It's, it's great to think that, um, yeah, I'm a teacher as well uh, in, in high school. And, you know, when I see, you know, all the children from, from uh, with heritages and different languages uh, in their family, uh, it's great to think that, inshallah, there's going to be excellent literature in that uh, language as well uh, to preserve that, you know, mashallah. I think one thing that we, we need more of uh, in, in Scotland, in the UK, um, is a Love of language as well uh you know certainly there's been you know quite a lot of reason um to not be so uh rich in our language mashallah alhamdulillah just to think of the the richness um that's there is is really reassuring well brother i think we'll have to wind this up and say thank you very much um and lord award you for the work and i'd like to thank the uh, the guests as well who've given q a and i would like to also um say thank you to mr Farupi, um uh, you know and apologies for any um issues and getting online we'll leave that for behind the scenes and for now i'll just say thank you and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh for more podcasts, search for RR365 wherever you get your podcasts.